Hello everyone and welcome back to all this noise. <laughs> Brendan, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty swell. I have a little bit of sore throat, but you know, perseverance is key to life. Absolutely, absolutely. Are you going to ask me how I'm doing? Christian Williams, how are Fine. you doing? Uh, that's a little personal, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, you're right. We should probably shouldn't discuss these matters. Oh, we like to joke. We like to joke. Um, I think my cat just clawed my hand open. She's been a little bit of a monster today. Ooh. Um, so it's been about 18 years since we've last spoken. Uh, on my child, Tomothy's third birthday, he's just turned 21. How, how have you been? I've been okay. I've been very busy. Mostly, that's just a cover-up because I want to pretend like I was doing something, and that's why we were recording. Well, I've been raising my children, so... <laughs> Should I be worried that the guy next door in the parking lot is polishing his Fiat? <laughs> no, I think that when you own a Fiat, you're required to polish it every two days by law. You know what else I, I think? <laughs> Pretty sure he delivers pizza for Domino's. There's only one Fiat. <laughs> There's in the only Fiat. one Fiat in Bellingham. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Well, good for him. Doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Hey, so I've been thinking about the Smurfs a lot recently. The little yeah. blue guys? You know they're very popular in Europe? Uh, I did not. Yeah, the Smurfs are like the Minions are for America, but in Europe. The classier version of the Minions? Yeah, no doubt. As soon as um, there was a picture of a minion with like a tattoo and in a terrible, terrible Facebook meme, everything outclassed them. <laughs> like I'm even talking Calvin pissing stickers outclassed <laughs> these. Man. Hey, Christian Williams. Hey, that's me. What have, what have you been listening to lately over the past 18 years? Uh, I've only listened to one album over the past 18 years. Uh-huh. And it is? It's called Iridescence. Mm-hmm by uh this guy his first name is brock and his last name is hampton oh he's like an indie singer he makes really like emo music <laughs> <laughs> but on the real i have been listening to uh this this album called iridescence by brock hampton who's a rap group based out of houston texas so actually i think they're based out of like san marcos texas but america's latest boy band america's greatest boy band Best boy band since One Direction. Yes, best boy band since One Direction. Do you think Anthony Fantano's review of them is skewed because they shouted him out? Um, no, because he gave them a seven, and um, they deserved at least an eight. So you think they're as good as Damn by Kendrick Lamar, the greatest rapper of our generation? Um, I think that they're different. Okay. Were you trying to get me to argue with that greatest rapper of our generation line? Because I actually kind of agree with that. No, I wasn't. I just I assumed that was a pretty universal statement. Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk this album. I'm going to give you a walk. Give me the rundown. Absolutely. Um, I don't want the walkthrough. That's too slow. Give me the rundown. Okay. So not a walkthrough, but a rundown. A rundown. This album opens with the high energy song, New Orleans. I remember waking up one morning, the morning after this album had been released to a text from my roommate that said, Brockhampton's new album is out. And then a couple of minutes later, he just, <laughs> another text said, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so New Orleans, it's it's kind of an interesting song. They kind of went with more of like an experimental vibe on this album. Their last three albums were very much like, like very grounded and like hip hop roots. For example, the song Boogie.
McDonald's for breakfast today. What's up the words are forbidden to say? I need to let my hair down and grow up like a real ass bitch. A real ass bitch, bitch. What's up the rules for breakfast today? What's up the words It's it's very it's like a pump-up song, and there isn't really anything remotely similar to that on this album. Um, there are songs that are like kind of cool. Uh, like I said, I really personally enjoy New Orleans. Let's listen to a snippet of New Orleans now. And then there's other songs that are slower, such as like Tanya. So spot on it hurts Like when auntie couldn't decide Between going to work or church I've been in my feelings On that island in the dirt I feel like brothers lie Just so my feelings don't get hurt I said I'll try vacation I'll try to run away I deleted Facebook I'll trade fame any day For a quiet Texas place And a barbecue place I'll switch my place if that's um, But for the most part This album is just them Brockhampton, the boy band Dealing with their newfound fame And like what How just just like them talking about like their fame and what's happened since they've become America's best boy band. Some of my favorite songs from the album are New Orleans, which we already listened to. Um, I really like the song um, Something About Him. And my personal favorite song on the album is called Honey. Let's listen to a snippet of Honey Now. My arms are always open. Your fears always rolling. And they deep and you can't control it. But you want what you want, emotion. My arms are always open. Your fears always rolling in the deep and you can't control it. What you want, what you want, emotion. I need to step out with no frustration. I need a permanent getaway vacation. They got a permanent hit list, my nigga. A million reasons to get rich, my nigga. 50 did it right. right. I like that at the beginning of the song, it's got this really like, like if you were to go to a club in the 90s, this beat that you hear this that's it just sounds like a, a like a 90s techno club to me and then the second half of the song it it completely shifts vibes in fact this song has a beyonce sample on it so mm. you know these boys are hitting in the big leagues now <laughs> it's a good song i would recommend it another song that i really enjoy a lot is called san marcos it's just a song about wanting more out of life than this and that's what the whole song's about overall good album i'd grade it personally i'd give it like an eight out of ten Nice. What about you, Brendan? What have you been listening to these past 18 years? You know, they say the time flies, and that's true, because I too, in these entire 18 years, have only been listening to one album. And that album is the most recent release from the rapper Logic. Hey, I've got a question. Yeah. Uh, is this Logic's last album? No. And actually... Isn't he, isn't he a, an actor now? No, he actually addresses this on the very first track of the album. Yeah. So he's been, he's been having these little interludes in a lot of his albums where this isn't my last album. I was joking. Y'all fell for it. Ha ha ha. I'm biracial. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impersonation of logic. <laughs> <laughs> he 
basically at one point in the album says that he's sitting on five unreleased albums. Do you think any of them are good? Uh, I think so. Do you remember when we went and saw Logic? Yeah. At Bumbershoot? Do you remember how he did not sing all the way through a song completely the whole time we were there? I think that's his style. Well, that sucks. <laughs> People aren't there to listen to you pump up the crowd. People are there to listen to you perform Logic. I know I'm not a musician. Logic. What's his real name? Is it is it actually Bobby? Yes. Bobby something. I don't uh, know what's the last. Logic real name. Oh. Sir Robert Bryson Hall the second. Is he really a sir? Uh he might be. Oh, his name is just Sir. Huh. Logic sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say shit about Brockhampton, boy. <laughs> Side note, Jay-Z also named his son Sir. Jay-Z's son's also named Sir? Yeah. Sir Carter. Oh my yeah. God, that, that's so dumb. All right, pro tip for all you parents out there. Don't name your child Sir. What if they get knighted? Then their name is Sir Sir. You can't do that know, to man. them. That's like naming your child William Williams. <laughs> or like Mor- Maurice Morrison. Maury Maury. <laughs> You can't do it. Anyway, continue with your review of uh, Logic's uh, Young Sinatra 5. Uh, Young Sinatra 4. Sure. Is great. You know, I, th- I, I think I got confused because um, the, the Carter 5 came out. Anyway, I think, well, recently, last year, earlier this year, Logic released a mixtape called Bobby Tarantino 2. Yeah. It was kind of awkward because he released that, and on the cover, it was him and his wife. Right. And then she divorced him. <laughs> and then she got... Then they got a divorce. Rip. And so... Yeah, that really sucks. That's actually really sad for Logic. I hope he's doing better. He did shave his head, and I think it's it's a bad look. Uh, I think he's just embracing not having hair. Mm. Like, he was balding, and so he was like, let's just go all in. Mm, that makes sense. Anyway, I think this divorce has done wonders for him. You think so? He seems really, like, sad lately. Isn't everyone? Yeah, but I feel like there's a certain kind of sadness that comes from divorce that you can only get from divorce, you know? Perhaps, but I think it's done wonders for his motivation. Because instead of stopping putting out music and becoming an actor, he is going crazy, and I think... He has made one of his best his, albums yet. His magnum opus? It's it's really good. Give me a walkthrough of this album. I don't want to run. I hate running. Walk me through it. Okay. So starting off, you can take out the first track mm-hmm. and you can take out the last track. Why? Because the first track is just him saying thank you to all his fans. And it's a bunch of voicemails from fans saying how Logic inspired them. Who wants to listen it's, to that? Uh, <laughs> It's understandable. Fans probably like it. Such a humble brag. Look at all these people who owe their life to me. I'm Logic. Bobby Tarantino 4. The last track is just him kind of basically telling his life story over a beat. Um, you know what that kind of reminds me of? And maybe the song's not very similar, but do you remember um, Random Access Memories from 2014, Daft Punk's most recent and probably last album? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the song Giorgio by Marauder? Yeah. Is it kind of like that? Uh, kind of. Anyway, so you want to start off the album with the second track, which is Everybody Dies. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was this the album that featured uh, the singer from One Republic? Ooh. Not this particular song, but one of the songs. His name's like Ryan Cheddar. Ryan Tedder? Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, there is a song featuring Ryan Tedder. Okay. Well, all of a sudden... All right, continue the walkthrough. I'll hold my, I'll hold my tongue. <laughs> Anyway, everybody dies. Everybody dies. Start with this track. It's a good song. It really starts off the album on a high note. Let's listen to a little clip of it right now. 
Grew up broke as fuck, rich folks was adjacent Maryland staring out the window for motivation I remember Lil Bobby, Lil B Man, I wish that I could be A dog in a rich family Oh, how nice would that shit be? My life a catastrophe Now I sit the masterpiece No limit like masterpiece Now I am the master seed That's the way it has to be My life is a movie I'm so glad God casted me I am not top ten More like top three I am not two Cause nobody could top me Get the pussy wet like Joe to see You know it's me I can't seem to put my finger on it like a bro Okay, then after that, the next few tracks kind of flow into each other. And then you kind of reach this, what I consider to be a very high point on the album, mm-hmm. where he has the song with all of the remaining Wu-Tang Clan members. So who's not he there? He has, uh, there's ODB, Old Dirty Bastard, Stead. Old Dirty Bastard died? Yeah, like a while ago. I didn't know that. I thought he was just, like, I thought he was, like, living in a cave. <laughs> No. Like he, he retired and he's like, I'm going to the mountains of China <laughs> to learn the way of dragon fu or something. Because you know how like no. they're obsessed with kung fu and like China. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you have Wu Tang Forever. This track is real good. It starts off with some classic Wu Tang samples, mm-hmm. and then you have Logic give his kind of intro verse to the song. Right. Then after that, you have these just kind of back-to-back verses all the way through the rest of the song. It concludes Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, oh, RZA, yeah, RZA, Method Man, Inspector Deck, Capadon. How many people were in Wu-Tang Clan? Oh, I'm not done. Jackpot Scotty Waddy, You God, Master Killer, Jizza, and you know, you just got the whole clan in there. The whole woo. Yeah. And so it's pretty sweet. He gets these kind of, you know, original hip hop masters to come and be on his track. And man, they still got it. Well, I'm glad that they still got it. Um, that's, that's really nice to know, you know? Mm-hmm. Then, anyway, let's play a little snippet of that track just so you get a feel for it. Shaolin Shadow Box. The Wu Tang Stars. They want you face to the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang Stars can defeat me? Hey, yo, Wu Tang forever. Who rhyme better? We too clever. The boom baps back harder than ever. RIP ODB coming through like Killer B. Ever since I heard and edited 36 and 93, you cannot defeat my Wu Tang style. I leave them all dismembered. Fuck a mumble rap, that shit won't never be remembered. Not even a. And then wow. a couple of my other favorites. I am Young Sinatra. By that song. <laughs> Another of my favorite one is the Young Sinatra 4 track, which is the title track of the album. And then um, second to last song is Iconic. Featuring Jaded Smith, which is a real good one. All right, let's listen to it. Yeah, greatest alive. I'm the greatest alive. I'm the greatest to fear me. Ain't nobody seeing me. So check it like CMB. That's word to the DMV. I'm straight for the basement. I made it like a villain. I'm hated. Where did you mean? This shit just ain't been the same. Never simple and plain. Like a bullet to the brain. I'm blowing minds. Yeah, I gotta kick shit with this rhyme. Second, I spit it so divine. That's where did your mom sweeping these rappers up like it's a chore? Who want more? Dropping pounds in London like I lost weight. And yeah, 
after that track, you just have your last track of the album, which isn't, I believe, that essential. But yeah, it's a long album. It's an hour and 16 minutes. You know, the uh, average album size is twenty er, is uh, 44 minutes long. Yes, I did. Did you want to know why? Why? All right, let's take a trip. Let's take a trip uh, to the corner, to Christian's Vinyl Corner. <laughs> Where uh, back in the day, they, uh, Vinyl Record was a very popular medium. Vinyl Records were a very popular medium. I said that in a weird way. It doesn't matter. When they made them, they could only fit 22 minutes of music per side. And so, because of that, the average album is roughly 44 minutes long. Hmm. Anyway, let's leave the corner. Back to Young Sinatra 4. Yeah, I really enjoy this album. It's got very strong boom bap vibes. Hmm. And I think that style of beat really suits Logic's rapping style very well. Sir Robert. Uh, So, uh, you listened to the new Alche album? I, I really tried. Me too. You know, it's kind of a dud. I uh, I uh, listened to, I think, the first four songs on the album. Maybe I got, like, halfway through. A lot of them were very, 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 very... I'm trying to think of, like, a nice way to say this when our pod blows up and Alt-J hears it. Um, they were very uh, hard to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, for example, that first song, the, the 3WW remix... The singing was out of tune with the with the beat. Yeah, like the the beat was like it was it was a lot of dissonance. Like it didn't sound good. Right. It just like it just like sounded out of tune. I don't know. That being said, I did really like the Contra K remix of In Cold Blood. Let's listen to that now. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. It's just a German guy and he's rapping. <laughs> and I really I think it's good. It's probably the best one on the album in my opinion also push a t is on this album yeah fresh off his drake disc track fresh off drake decides to sing spanish now disc track question mm-hmm. this is kind of transitioning do you think that kanye is going off the rails right now do you think it's anything has anything to do with drake mm-hmm. what do you mean because drake had that song where he says, Kiki, do you love me? Oh my god, me? are you talking about that Twitter theory that... Oh my god. Bro, it's totally real. It's just... It's, no, it's not real. It's just a coincidence. I, I don't know, because Snoop Dogg just posted an Instagram video about it. Oh my god. And so... Oh my god. And I... <laughs> refuse to <laughs> i refuse to uh even acknowledge this dude i think kanye's <laughs> mad that drake has this you think kanye got cucked by drake yeah you think kanye got cucked by drake i do Kanye's a cuckold yeah to drake and drake's blowing up and has all this really popular music and let's face it 
Kanye's kind of fallen off the map. Okay, I just want to... I am pretty much done with Kanye. Uh, after he endorsed so many Sony people, I should have been done with him months ago. He said some crazy things again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let the record show, I am not currently a Kanye stan. I will probably never be a Kanye fan again. Can I, can I align myself with that? Yeah. I would like to also jump in on that declaration. Um, that being said, I think that Kanye has more musical talent than Drink ever will. Perhaps. But that is all. That's it. That's all we need to say. Sure. I am, honestly, that being said, I am kind of pumped for uh, the Chance the Rapper and Drake, or not Drake, fuck, Drake sucks. The Chance the Rapper and Kanye collab album, if that ever happens. Yeah, but let's be real. Chance. Do you think Chance is still aligned with Kanye at this point in time? I don't know. I don't know where anyone stands, and it's not really my place to judge or to, to try and guess where people stand, you know? Well... Let me just throw this one out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce have cut all ties with Kanye West. Yeah, but that's kind of like, that makes sense to me because like Kanye started throwing shade at them like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. I think what Kanye needs is Kanye needs to go to like a mental health clinic before he kills himself. Oh, yeah. That's painfully obvious. Anyways, enough talking about. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Kanye anymore. I don't think Kanye. I don't. I personally don't think the Drake stuff's real. I think it's it's just like a. Although you know what? You know, have you do you ever watch the Eric Andre show? Yeah, sometimes, not frequently. Okay. There is an episode of the Eric Andre show where Eric Andre goes to the Republican National Convention, and he gets up to Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones invites him on stage, and Eric Andre into the microphone just goes. I want you to have sex with my wife. (laughs) That's kind of what this whole thing makes me think of. Like, not directly related, but it's just kind of like, you know. It's kind of like how when you play Dark Side of the Moon alongside The Wizard of Oz, it's like they line Mm -hmm. up, and you're kind of like, was this intentional? Probably not, but you never know. You know what I learned? That The Wizard of Oz was like the second Wizard of Oz movie that came out that year, and it came out like a week after the most recent one did. Hmm. Like back in the 40s, they used to just pump out movies like constantly. Dang. Yep. Fun fact about movies. Um, Christian, do you want to talk about Spotify? Yes, I would. I would like to talk about Spotify. Let's end it on a high note here and talk about our top artists. Uh, all right, cool. So uh, there is a Spotify app kind of thing, like a plugin for Spotify that I found on Reddit. And it uh, tells you top artists for the past four weeks, six months, and then years. It doesn't say how many years. And then it goes does the same thing with songs as well. So four weeks, six months, and then years. So we'll drop that in the description to this, uh, drop that link to the description of this podcast if you're interested in checking it out. You betcha. You want to go first? Sure. So I'll start with short-term artists. Number one, obviously Logic, because <laughs> I'd been listening to that for a while. Number two on my short-term was Odessa. Number three, Mac DeMarco. Number four, Arctic Monkeys. And number five, Elton John. Hmm. And long-term, my number one artist is The Beatles, hmm. which is, I guess, understandable. 
because I have a lot. You wanna give me your, you wanna give me your top ten for long term? Top ten for long term. It's a uh, kind of embarrassing at this point because guess what number two is? Is it Kanye? It's Kanye West. Uh, Kanye is my number twelve, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like to point out for the record that as of like a week ago. I've deleted all of my Kanye stuff off of my Spotify. Number three, long-term, Logic. Number four is Drake. Number five, Kendrick Lamar. Number mm. six, Tame Impala. Seven, Childish Gambino. Eight, Starfucker. Nine, mm. Odessa. And number 10, The Weeknd. <laughs> nice. I do like The Weeknd. I do like The Weeknd. But man, he made your top 10 for long-term. That surprises me. Yeah, I went through quite the weekend phase, like uh, probably at least a year ago now, if not more, hmm. which I guess, you know, makes sense since uh, I think years means like kind of ever since you've had Spotify. I think so too. Should I let you do your artists or should I do my tracks as well? I'll jump into artists okay. if you don't mind. Hit it. All right, short term, top five. Brockhampton, Lord Huron, King Gizzard, and the Lizard Wizard, Dr. Dog, and Hippocampus. Mm-hmm. Am I surprised by any of these? Maybe Dr. Dog. That that was the one I, that stuck out to me. Yeah. It'll make sense when we li- when I list off my tracks. Yeah. But yeah, Brockhampton, Lord Huron, King Gizzard. I think uh, those three are in my top top four for all three of these. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a good like understanding of my music taste, there you go. <laughs> Hit me with that long term. Long term. Uh, number one, Tame Impala. Number two, Lord Huron. Three, Brockhampton. Four, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Number five, Mac DeMarco. Number six, Starfucker. Number seven, Phoenix. Number eight, Everything Everything. Number nine, Led Zeppelin. And number 10, Kendrick Lamar. Huh. And those all make sense to me. Yeah. I I mean, do any of those stand out to you? It's weird that uh, we both have Starfucker in our long-term top tens. but I I was thinking that as well. I feel like we personally have never talked about Starfucker. (laughs) <laughs> i don't think we have yeah. <laughs> i think we both just went through starfucker phases at different times <laughs> yeah yeah exactly are there any on your long term that really surprise you like one to 50 i don't think so yeah nothing really stands out a whole lot i there are some that i thought would be higher for me yeah i i find it weird that beck is number 32 for me hmm but I guess I did have quite a Beck phase, like maybe like freshman year of college. Hey, The weekend is my number 49 all time. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think he'd be on here. What's number 50 um, for you on your long term? Uh, Leon, Leon Bridges. Mine is Green Day. Uh, I don't even think Green Day is on this for me. Yeah, man. But like a lot of these like make sense. AWOL Nation is number 16, which... Huh. Kind of surprised me because I really only listened to like one of their albums. Mm-hmm. But I guess I must have listened to it enough to put them higher than a lot of people, like David Bowie, MGMT, bands that I very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would be higher than AWOL Nation, but I guess not. You want to go into your tracks? Yeah, let's do short term for tracks, do top five. Top five? Okay. We should also play one of the tracks Okay. from our top. Um, okay. So, number one for me on my short term was. Uh, Victoria's Veil by Cashmere Cat. Okay, listen to a little electronic music. Yeah. And then number two, Amy by Starfucker. <laughs> really? Yeah. I like that song. Dun, 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 dun. So good. Number three, 
Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting by Elton John. Okay. Uh, number four, Everybody Dies by Logic. And number five mm-hmm. is that intro track to his album, which I told you not to listen to. <laughs> what, what I think is probably happens for that kind of stuff is you'll start the album. Yeah. And, you, and you'll listen to the first track and then like something will come up and you'll have to pause it. Yeah. And then when you go back to listen to it, you just restart it. And so that's why it's so high. Exactly. Yeah. Because those two Logic tracks are the first two tracks to his album, his latest album. Yeah. So you can tell like a couple of times I was like, ooh, let's listen to this album. And then I only got to like the first two tracks and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if we were to go top 10, you'd see that with Brockhampton's album for me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I want to play a little snippet of um, the Victoria's Veil Cashmere Cat song. Sounds good. So my top tracks, short term, my top five are Dr. Dog, Where'd All the Time Go, um, Brockhampton, New Orleans, Brockhampton, Honey, uh, Hippocampus, Buttercup, and then Brockhampton, Something About Him. Hmm. So yeah, those three songs all off Brockhampton. Those New Orleans and Something About Him are number one and four respectively, and then Honey is way later in the album, but it's my favorite song on the album, so that makes sense why it's so high. Dr. Dog and Hippocampus, just some good old fashion indie tunes let's take a listen to dr dog where'd all the time go so she's always in I've been listening to this song a lot because it reminds me of a Head in the Heart song, but I like it better. And also, it's like four years older than the Head in the Heart song. So Nice. So it's just and like would explain, an improved version. Well, kind of. It just has like a very similar, like, you know the song um, Gone, the closing track to Head in the Heart's second album? Mm-hmm. So you know how it has that flute thing, like that flute scale where it's like doodle-doodle-doodle-doodle? Yeah. Um, this song pretty much opens with almost exactly the same thing. Interesting. Um, and so I like originally I thought it was a cover of that song when I first heard it. And then I looked into it and realized that it was like four years older. Huh. But yeah, super good song. Um, if now that makes sense why Dr. Dog was on my number one on short term or my number four on short term because it's my number one on short term for songs. Yeah. Cool. You want to go to medium term? Yeah. Medium term for me. Uh, on here it says six months. Top tracks midterm for me top five are number one Jimi hendrix his song little wing hmm. number two my sweet lord by george harrison hmm. number three afterlife by ash number four lakeshore drive by alioida haynes and number five the chain by fleetwood mac could you tell hmm. that i was listening to the guardians of the galaxy 2 soundtrack <laughs> No, <laughs> but that makes sense. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure four of those songs are on that soundtrack. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, Kanye West, Ghost Town. 
Lord Huron, Lost in Time and Space. Kids See Ghosts, Feel the Love. Dirty Projectors, That's a Lifestyle. And Coin, Malibu, 1992. Nice. I feel like we have talked about four of those five songs on the pod, or at least I have. Yeah, no, those all sound pretty familiar. Yeah, which and it's like my summer. Those were like the songs on my summer playlist. So it doesn't surprise me that those are so high. Yeah, same, um, same. You want to play a song or you want to talk about your long-term list? Yeah, so number one, The Less I Know the Better by Tame Impala. <laughs> number two, King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. Do you want to do top ten for this? Sure, we could. Number three, For Free, also by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Number four. Do you like um, Kendrick Lamar's album To Pimp a Butterfly? I think it's a masterpiece. I wish that they had albums on this too. I think that would be very interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, number four, Cry Like a Ghost by Passion Pit. Mm, that song's good. Number five, The Moment by Tame Impala. Number six, mm. Band on the Run by Paul McCartney. Um, number seven, Always This Late by Odessa. Number eight, Climb Upon My Music by Rodriguez. Number nine, all right, by Kendrick Lamar, and number ten, <laughs> "These Walls" by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I like how basically what your long term tells me is that you listen to "Dependable Butterfly" almost religiously. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in your life, it was all you listened to. <laughs> yeah, basically those the top tracks from that album. Yeah, there I listen to those a lot. <laughs> is there anything on that list that surprises you? Not ton i mean i definitely now that i realize that there's that much kendrick lamar on there it's a little surprising for sure mm. um i'm surprised passion pit is in the number four spot yeah that surprises me too i don't even think i have a passion pit song on here yeah uh let's play let's see if i had to pick one off of my top 10 let's do climb upon my music by rodriguez because i think most people won't have heard that song have you ever kissed the sunshine Walk between the rain Well, just climb up on my music And my songs will set you free Well, just climb up on my music And from there, jump off with me Wow, what a master masterpiece. <laughs> How about you, Christian? Lay down the top ten. I think some of these might surprise you. All right. Genuinely and truly. Number okay. one, Mac DeMarco, Ode to Viceroy. Okay. Number two, Chance the Rapper, Dram Sings Special. Huh. Next is, uh, t- I know. <laughs> I'm not surprised, though, because I love that song with all my heart. <laughs> uh, next is Tame Impala, Let It Happen. Uh, after that is Alt-J-3-W-W. Uh, next is Tame Impala Nangs. Number six is Mike Snow, Long Shot, in parentheses, Seven Nights. Number seven is Childish Gambino, Me and Your Mama, which is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is Lord Huron, Fool for Love. Number nine is Brockhampton, Heat. Number 10 is Wild Party, When I Get Older. Huh. And if you're wondering... The first King Gizzard song is at number 18, huh. which kind of surprises me considering that they are my number four long-term artists and number three short-term artists for, or, and medium-term artists. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Any questions, Brendan? Anything that blows your mind? I'm surprised that The Less I Know, The Better is not on there. 
The lesser of the better is number 11. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just surprised that those specific Tame Impala songs are the ones that are in your top 10. Let It Happen in Nangs? Yeah. I love those songs. Yeah. I listen to Let It Happen a lot. I like the part in Let It Happen where it's the guitar riff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And Kevin's like, he's speaking like there was interviews about it and he just says, oh yeah, I'm speaking gibberish there because I couldn't find lyrics to fit. Uh But anyway, yeah. I listened to that song almost exclusively for like the two minute part where he's just going ham on the guitar there towards the end. Yeah. It's just got a good build up too. Mm-hmm. 3WW, same thing. It's just got a good build up. A lot of these songs just have good build ups. Yeah. Me, me and your mama, good build up. I don't know. What, uh, let's see. If I could pick one song to listen to, why don't we listen to, uh, you know what? We'll just give him a little bit of uh, When I Get Older by Wild Party. A little pop rock for you. Shook off the time, I'll let you pass by Oh, maybe there's still hope Maybe there's still hope Oh, 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 Nice, nice. Well, that was a, a longer pod than we've done in a while. Brennan, it's been good to hear your voice. Yeah, we uh, should try and catch up sometime in the next 18 years. Yeah, well, you know, now that the kids are out of the house, uh, I'll have a lot more free time. Man, that should be great. My triplets, Timothy, Tomothy, and Tamothy, uh, all went off to college. Oh, good. All, all three of them are at Harvard Law. <laughs> <laughs> For undergrad. Yes. Good. We will catch you guys in the next one. Catch us next time when we review Fragile by Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, You know, I'm done plugging our Twitter. No one cares about it. All This Noise Pod on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at All This Noise Pod. Uh, You can find us on Tumblr at All This Noise Pod. You can find us on LinkedIn, All This Noise Pod. Uh, (laughs) Bumble. And Tinder, all this noise pod. <laughs> you know, just kidding. Those last two were actually all those were fake except the Twitter. Yeah, I'm just you know. Shout out to our two faithful listeners. You know, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes not even me. <laughs> Anyways, it's been real. We'll see you guys later. Bye, team. Bye.